Hello everyone, this is Matthew Chapman from Matthew Chapman Ministries. I'm going to be sharing with you an exciting subject, a subject that I love to talk about, and that subject is on prosperity. I believe that prosperity is a subject that's dear to me because for a long time I struggled financially. A long time I struggled with a lot of things, but it wasn't until I actually started to study the Word of God, listen to the Word of God, and actually get into the Word of God, I started to realize that, you know what? I am not living the way God wants me to live. And I'm not talking about from a sin perspective. I'm talking about from a material perspective. I'm talking about from a health perspective. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 35, I believe it's verse 27, it says the Lord takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So what that means is if the Lord takes pleasure in my prosperity, that means he has displeasure when I'm not prospering. And I believe there are so many Christians today, they're not prospering. They're struggling. They're going from paycheck to paycheck. I believe there was a um, there was a figure or a statistic rather that I heard that said that the majority of Americans, even though they've worked their whole lives, they have nothing to show for it after they've worked. Once they retire, they have to depend on the government for Social Security. They have to um, depend on the government for their retirement. They got to depend on the government for everything. And that's not the will of God. God did not intend for you to work, 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 work and work and then not have anything to show for it. So what I want to do today and what I want to talk to you for the next few episodes, I want to talk to you about prosperity because it is the will of God that we prosper. So the first thing I want to look at is Genesis chapter one. And we see in Genesis chapter one, verse 26, and this is the King James version of the Bible. It says, and God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And then in verse 28, it says, and God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Now, notice in verse 28, in verse 28, God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. But notice he blessed them first when they opened up their eyes and they saw God. The first thing God did was he blessed them. That word blessed means empowered to prosper. So the first thing God told them was, hey, you are empowered to prosper. Now, when I used to read this years ago and when I saw fruitful and multiply and replenish, I thought it was all talking about having children. But recently I learned that that word multiply just simply meant increase. It meant to become more. God did not intend for Adam to stay the same. And if God didn't intend for Adam to stay the same, he doesn't intend for us to stay the same. You know, I've been reading a book and in that book, it talks about how good is the enemy to great. And all that simply means is people, when they're good at something or when they're experiencing some success, instead of going to that next level, they stay the same because all my bills are paid, my needs are met, but they're not bettering themselves. They're not asking themselves, can I be better? Is there another level I can go to? And so I believe that a part of prosperity is going from one level of glory to another. But notice, it didn't, God didn't just do this in Adam and Eve's life. God did this in Noah's life in Genesis chapter 9, verse 1. And then God did this to Abraham in Genesis 12, verse 2. And we'll look at Genesis 12, 2. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, he's talking to Abraham. It was Abraham at the time. He says, I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and I will make your name great and thou shalt be a blessing. So notice God told Adam that, God told Noah that, God told Abraham that, 
That's God's priority. That's how God does things. God never intended for any man to be in lack. You know, when you look at the garden, all of Adam's needs were met in the garden. And matter of fact, before Adam even became or, or came to himself and realized that he was a being, God had already taken care of all of his needs. God had made sure that he had everything that he could ever need. And so if you look in the book of Genesis, people call the book of Genesis the book of beginnings. And what the book of beginnings is showing you is God's original intent. God always planned for man to be in health. God always planned for man to be prosperous. God always intended for man to go from one level of glory to another. It's like here on the earth, it doesn't matter how good things are for you here, it's nothing compared to heaven. So we know that we're gonna constantly be going up and higher and higher and that heaven is the limit. But why not strive to try to have heaven here? So what I wanna do now, I wanna look at reasons why people don't prosper. And to me, the number one reason why people don't prosper is for a lack of knowledge. God said in his word, he said, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. People have a lack of knowledge because they don't go to church, because they don't read their Bible, because maybe the church that they go to, they don't teach prosperity, they don't teach abundance. So therefore, because they don't know, they don't know what to believe for. And so number one, people don't prosper because they just don't have any knowledge of it, all right? And then secondly, they know about prosperity, but they don't study it. There's a scripture in Mark chapter four, and it's one of my favorite scriptures. In Mark chapter four, it says this. Jesus said to them, be careful what you are hearing. And this is in the Amplified. Mark chapter four, verse 24. Jesus said this. Be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. And more besides will be given to you who hear. So what that is saying is whatever you give your attention to is the more you give your attention to something, the more you get out of it. And so the reason why people aren't prospering is because they don't give any attention to it. They give attention to what's going on in social media. They give attention to what's going on in the news. They give attention to what's going on in the sports world. But when it comes to their own financial means, when it comes to their own material prosperity, when it comes to even their health, they don't study it. They don't know what God says about their health. They don't know what God says about how he wants to bless them financially. So because they don't know, they lean to their own understanding. And the Bible says in Proverbs chapter three, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. A third reason why people struggle financially or don't have any knowledge or put it differently, why they're not walking in the prosperity that God has for them is because they haven't renewed their minds. See, we grew up and as we're growing up, sometimes we're told, we're told that you got to get you a job. We're told that when you get a job, that job is to take care of you. Make sure you go to school so that you can get a good job. So that once you go to, once you get that job, that job will enable you to get a house. That job will enable you to take care of your wife. That job will enable you to take care of your children. That job will able to do this, that, and the third. Make sure that job has the 401k. And so what we do is we put all of our marbles, all of our trust in the job. We want to make sure that the job has some kind of retirement plan. Like I said, 401k. We want to make sure that the job has insurance. We want to make sure that the job has all of these different benefits. Why? Because we're putting all of our dependency and trust in our jobs. And the same thing that the job offers, God gave it to us 2000 years ago. And so we have to just like we 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 sit in a, in a room. I remember when um, I first got a job somewhere. And I, was, and I received a supervisor position 
You know, we had to sit in the room. Matter of fact, all the jobs I've had, you have to sit in the room with other people, other employees, and they sit there and they tell you about your benefits. They tell you about your health care benefits. They tell you about if you were a contacts, what those benefits are. They're constantly telling you about the, the benefits that the job offers you. Well, I'm telling you today that God offers you benefits. God offers you benefits for your health. God offers you benefits for your prosperity. The problem is people aren't studying the word of God. People aren't reading the word of God. People have knowledge of the word of God, but they're not walking in the knowledge that they have. So we have to realize that it is the will of God for us to prosper. And what we have to do is we got to give our attention to this. See, the reason why people are in fear right now, people are in fear for their lives because of things that have been happening with the police. People are concerned about, you know, our, our present uh, president and his administration, some of the things that are going on in the world. People are concerned. People are worried. People are operating in anxiety because they're constantly looking at the news. They're constantly looking at social media. They're constantly engaging in conversations that causes fear. But what they need to do is they need to put their eyes on the word of God, because, you know, what? it doesn't matter what happens. The Lord is on my side and I will not fear. What can a man do unto me? So what we're really talking about is we're talking about renewing our mind because the Bible says in Colossians, he says the Bible says that God has translated us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. And so what we have to do is we have to start to learn how this kingdom operates. What we've done in the past is we've learned how this world system operates. We've learned how to get a mortgage. We've learned how to get loans to, to purchase a car. We've learned, how to, we've learned how to get loans to purchase land. I mean, we've learned how to go to school and get financial aid. We've learned all this stuff that involves this world system. But when it comes to God's prosperity, when it comes to walking in the blessings of God, when it comes to walking in our healing, walking in divine health, we don't know what it is. So that is why we study prosperity. See, the Bible says in 1 Peter 2.24, in 1 Peter 2.24 is a great scripture that I like to read. 1 Peter 2.24, it says, talking about Jesus, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. So what Jesus did was he took our sins and he took our sicknesses in his body. So if Jesus took my sins, I have power over sin. If Jesus took my sickness, I have power over sickness. Sickness and sin, they work together. They're almost the same. They're synonymous. So if Jesus took both of those in his body, guess what? I shouldn't be dealing with it. And you know, in the second Corinthians chapter eight, which is another favorite scripture of mine, second Corinthians chapter eight, verse nine, the Bible says, for, ye know, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes, he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. So notice. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, Jesus took your poverty. And then according to 1 Peter 2, 24, he took your sickness and he took your sin. Well, if Jesus took your sin, if Jesus took your poverty, and if Jesus took your sickness, guess what that means? That means that we are supposed to be operating in total prosperity. That means that I'm supposed to be walking in divine health. That means that I'm supposed to be walking in divine prosperity. And that means that I should be walking free from sin. I don't have to sin every day of my life. I'm not going to be perfect. But I realized that because Jesus took sin on, on his body, I don't have to deal with sin. Because Jesus took sickness in his body, I don't have to deal with sickness. The Bible says in Philippians 4.19, it says, And my God shall supply 
all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So I realized that, you know what, because of Jesus, all of my needs can be met and not just having my needs met, but I can have abundance. I can have enough so I can pay somebody's tuition who wants to go to college or somebody who wants to go to private school. God wants me prosperous so that I can help purchase shoes for somebody. You know, it's amazing. I teach in private school and before I taught in private school, I taught in public school. And it's amazing some of the needs that young people have. You know, you see them with holes in their shoes. You see them sometimes when I was teaching in public school, some people wear the same clothes once a week. You could almost you know, guess what they were going to wear because of the lack that was evident in their life. But you know what? Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So it is important for us to realize and understand that God's perfect will for us is for us to walk in divine health, to walk in divine prosperity and also to be free from sin. That's prosperity. A lot of times when people hear prosperity, all they think is money. But you know what? If you have all the money in the world, but somebody tells you, you have cancer, you're not prosperous. If you have all the money and you also have a healthy body, but you know what? You can't trust the people around you. If you have addictions, if you have strongholds in your life, you're not prosperous. But when you're free from sin, when you have dominion over sin, when you're walking in divine health, there's no sickness in your body. You're not dealing with allergies. You're not dealing with high blood pressure. You're not dealing with any kind of cancer of any kind. I mean, you're just walking in total divine health. And then in prosperity, you can buy what you want to buy. You have options. You can live where you want to live or, or you can you have options of where you might want to live, where you want to eat. A lot of times when, when, when people are hungry and things of that nature, their 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 checkbook or what they have in their account, it determines where they're going to eat. You might want Chili's, but you might go to Burger King. You understand what I'm saying? You might want Harper's, but you might go to Taco Bell. Why? Because of what's in your wallet. But you know what? Jesus came so that we can have options. Jesus came so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. And you know what? Having a life in abundance is not eating Taco Bell every day or eating McDonald's every day or eating Burger King every day because you just don't have it. All right. So this is just the first lesson in this series, but it's important for you to realize that it is the will of God for you to be prosperous. It's not the will of God for you to be sick. It's not the will of God for you to be poor. It's not the will of God for you to suffer from addictions and be oppressed in your mind and deal with all the things that this world, you know, throws at us. Jesus died so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. So I appreciate everybody who's watched me today. You know, if you want to hear more messages like this, you can go to www.matthewchapman.com ministries.org we have more messages we have um, podcasts and i have things on soundcloud messages on soundcloud so once again hope this has been a blessing to you god bless you we love you we'll talk to you later all right bye-bye